Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jacks of Trades. 1.5. We are doing uh, what's going to be called Drinking Issues, Episode 1. Because we've got a lot of them. Yeah. So in between our main uh, podcast, we're going to do the monthly trades, uh, but on the two-week uh, intervals, we're going to be putting out something called Drinking Issues, which, uh, so the main podcast, we're dealing with these completed arcs after they're already done, so we decided to be fun to kind of read an existing arc as it comes out and kind of react to it in the moment, as opposed to being able to just see it from its end point. So for this one, episode one, we've decided we're going to start with uh, the new champions. We are the champions, my friends. Dun, 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 we Guys, you can up. hear how much our budget has increased from that great sample that was clearly <laughs> Queen. I know you couldn't tell a difference, but that was actually Davis. It was really, I know, he's so talented. So talented in the booth. Freddie Mercury is my spirit animal. Yeah, so so we're, we're going to start with uh, Champions number one. Now we're going to read this first arc. Uh, it's probably going to be five to six issues. We're going to see uh, how it, it pans out. Um, now this one came up from Marvel, and it's the flagship comic for Marvel's new Marvel Now, which launched uh, this month in October. Well, I guess last month. It's coming out in November, so... We wanted to make sure you guys had time to read the issue. Uh, this issue came out on October 5th, 2016. If you don't have it already, you should probably look for the second printing. This one sold out on a distributor mm -hmm. level before it even went out to the public. So probably right. if you didn't already get a copy, you're not going to get a first printing unless you can find one online somewhere. Right. Now, if you haven't read it yet, we'll give you some time to go buy it at your local comic book shop. Yeah. Okay. That's enough time. That's that's you. You should not live far away from a comic book shop, you heathen. Okay. Uh, what was that pause for? That was so they could go get the comic. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, we, we wanted to give them a fair amount of time to go get the comic. Uh, come on, Greg. Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. And actually, again, thank you very much for uh, Greg over at In-Depth Media for hosting this uh, level of shenanigans that we have for our drinking issues. Yeah, we usually like to forget him. I don't know why. He's here, and he's very obnoxious. You can see him. You can hear him. You can smell him. Yeah, but with his, with his, with his we keep French forgetting to mention him. We shouldn't because he does Anglican all the jaw. work. If not, this podcast would be in shambles. It would be a string and two pecans, not pecans, cans of peas. Thank, thank you. That have I, been I, that, since that emptied. Shit out of me. And, and me and Davis are just talking into cans on a string trying to record this. Hooked up to an iPhone. Yeah. So, so thanks, Greg, for dealing with our nonsense and letting us use this lovely office space to record in. Uh, so for drinking issues, we're going to cover an existing arc, and we're going to pair each issue with an alcohol because by this point, we have been drinking all day. Uh, pretty much. Uh, so at this point, we're just going to enjoy it because we've been working hard. Uh, now, for this one, since we're doing champions number one, uh, I am pairing champions number one with uh, Yingling Lager. Now... This one, if you know anything about champions, it's a bunch of younger heroes forming a team together. Um, and I 
The first time I encountered Yingling, I incorrectly pronounced it Youngling, which made everybody very uncomfortable when I said I wanted to put a Youngling in my mouth. So... <laughs> Greg was on this trip. This, this was a beach vacation. We called it mancation. It was a bunch of uh, my guy friends getting together and going to the beach for a couple days. Uh, this was not a drunk comment. This was at Walmart. We had just gotten there. We hadn't even had a chance to enjoy ourselves. Those are just the kind of things and gems you're going to enjoy in this podcast as they just fall out of my mouth sometimes. Um, just so like younglings. I'm getting, Yes, Davis. Just like younglings falling out of my mouth. So I'm... Went with Yingling because of A, my mispronunciation, but B, this is also kind of the new guy on the block in Louisiana. I know it's the oldest brewery in America, but we just got it here, I think last month in Aug- New Orleans? Uh, August 1st. August 1st. So, so two months ago in New Orleans, and champions are the new team on the block. So I really felt it was kind of a, uh, a fitting pairing. All right. Uh, me personally, uh, for lack of... Um, uh, Variety where I was going, uh, I went with Ziegenbach. Uh, it's a good Texas amber beer. Um, it's uh, better tasting than Lone Star, and it's cheaper than Shiner, so it's, uh, you know, just a champion to me. Yeah, makes sense. It's better tasting than the Avengers, but cheaper than the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's true. There you go. That, there yeah, you go. yeah, that's done. And so, uh, Kid uh, Nova. A, a little bit of opening on, on the book. Uh, Publishers Marvel. Like I said, the release date is 10-5. This is an ongoing series that we're going to be covering monthly. Now, the creators in this one, we have Mark Wade is writing it. He's most known for Age of Apocalypse and DC's Kingdom Come. And then we have uh, penciler slash cover artist Umberto Ramos. Uh, he is known for Spider-Man's Death in the Family. He also worked with Dan Slott on Amazing Spider-Man uh, with Spider-Man's kind of resurgence, and that led up into the Superior Spider-Man, which became a really uh, controversial but but very popular storyline for Spider-Man. So he does have uh, some good pedigree behind him. Now, uh, this is following the events of Civil War II. All of these Marvel Now titles are. Now, if anybody's following comics on a monthly basis, you will know that Civil War II has been delayed. And extended. Yeah, but as far as we've seen, this really doesn't contradict anything. Um, it's just letting a lot it, of our it, a lot it, of our heroes. I was gonna say it's really this. letting us know, like, at the end of everything, just like humanity itself, at the end of everything, things just kind of turned out okay. Nothing, things crazy things happen, but at the end of the day, you're still a superhero. There's still battles to be fought, and there are still bad guys out there. Well, the thing for me is, it doesn't even you know, give anything away yet because well, at this point in civil war too, um, both, you know, you know there are a lot of these characters have already split away from the Avengers and from that side. True. So it's not really revealing anything, you know, nobody in this team was really affiliated with the, the traditional Avengers anymore at that point. So it, it's, it's not really ruining anything. It doesn't really go against the current narrative. So right. it, it, it's, it's fine on that one. Now our main players in this one, it's, it's all legacy characters, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. So it's these characters that have these traditional, famous, classic names, but are not the classic versions. We have Miss Marvel, but it's... Kamala Khan! Yeah, it, it, yeah. Yes, it's Kamala Khan, um, who is an inhuman, yes. who has... Uh, Mr. Fantastic, like, stretchy yeah, yeah. strength she, abilities she kinda, and She whatnot. can grow and shrink certain parts of her body, or mm-hmm. all of it, you know. Um, right. And she has... She has 
taken this moniker. It was bestowed upon her from Captain Marvel, the former Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. Carol Danvers. Uh, what's cool about her, she is a Muslim female. Yes. You know? uh, her costume, she is she is covered, not, not covered from head to toe, but she is covered on her arms. She does not yeah. have the typical, just for lack of a better term, tits out, hips wide, just strutting around female superhero look to her. Yeah, very, very, very respectful of the traditional kind of uh, mm-hmm. Muslim garb for female. She, she's covered. She's not provocative. Yeah, she and but not to the extent where she has a hijab on. But she is just covered, tasteful. To, to, yes, to to a responsible, tasteful level mm-hmm. for a teenage hero. Well, and even then, just going along the lines of they're not like Marvel's, you know responsibility to not sex up a 14 year old. Yeah. It's kind of important. Or 15 year old. All, all, all these characters are teenagers. So they kind of dial it back a little bit, which I like. Uh, we have Spider-Man, but not Peter Parker. It's Miles, Miles Morales. Morales, the original ultimate Spider-Man yeah. whom after ultimatum, after everything came together, he's just kind of stuck in this world with Peter Parker, Spider-Man being the main Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. He is a, uh, he, he is, uh, black and Puerto Rican. Yes, is, is that his his background? I believe so. That he is black and Puerto Rican. Yes. Uh, yeah. So 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 he is biracial. Uh, he's also a teenager. We have Nova, Kid Nova. Yes. Uh, Sam Alexander, not our rich rider Nova, who who, who died after um, dealing with you know dealing with Thanos. Uh, it, it's he. It's the Black Nova. Um. So we have another another teen hero. We have Hulk, but it's not. Bruce Banner, it's Amadeus Cho. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Ha, ha. Yes. So it's the totally awesome Hulk, if you're reading his his monthly, mm-hmm. um, who is who is an Asian teenager. And then we have Viv, who is the daughter of Vision. The we, If you want to know all the background behind that shenanigans, read the first trade. It's out right now. It is... Beyond explaining things, aside from Vision created a family. It's it, it's it's one of the best comics that was out in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. It, mm-hmm. the, the Vision comic is currently out right now. It's just about to wrap up. It it was amazing. You should read it. Um, but the cool thing about all this is we have we have three men, two women, one, two, three, four, five. Five separate races. Mm-hmm. Um, Viv is technically a robot computer, so robot though. You know, it's it, it's a very diverse team, which you don't really get in the traditional superheroes. A lot of the traditional superheroes, right. it's mostly men and a sexy woman. They're all white people, and and it's and a token ethnicity character, yeah, like exactly. how Falcon was in the like in some parts. Yeah, and, and this is Marvel's kind of recent attempt and they have been vocal about it not being an active attempt mm-hmm. to diversify it's not like an you know an equal opportunity um you know measure you know it's more of a well we just have more diverse creators and we have more diverse readers right so, so we're why gonna not reflect that yes yeah, so yeah mm-hmm. it, it, it's not just the the white male is buying comics anymore we have yeah. a more diverse readership you know, in a more diverse creatorship, let's embrace that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's kind of really cool to see these classic characters painted with a new brush. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done talking. I, I, I'm sick of hearing you talk about those back, back, background shenanigans. Let's delve into this damn story. Okay, so we start, it's the team formation, it, mm-hmm. it, is, is this issue really. Uh, Kamala has quit the Avengers. Yeah. Now, the, I, I, after, all right, so basically the Avengers went against the Wrecking Crew, uh, you know, side 
ancillary characters and all of that. There's a big destruction, typical like helicarrier crashes into a building, Superman flies through a building, Batman blows up a warehouse, damage all over the place, yeah, collateral, citizens, damage, collateral damage, citizens' lives have been forever changed. Uh, they now have no route to get to work. Their livelihoods house, are damaged. Exactly. And Kamala poses like, hey, shouldn't we help rebuild this back up? And, and it's immediately shot down. It's like, well, we're it, not engineers. We don't have yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not our job. Yeah, and, and, and she's immediately upset by that, that pass-off. That it's not our right. job. And considering at this time of the Avengers, she's the only younger person on the Avengers. Yeah. And everyone else is just, for lack of a better term, grown-ups. Yeah, and, and, well, to be fair, at this point, both Miles and Sam have already quit. Yes. They've already quit the Avengers. Yeah, they're and this like, is really her final straw. Hashtag Dunskies. Yeah, so she sends out a, a text to, to Miles and to Sam, and she wants to get them together. They think that she's trying to convince them to come back to the Avengers, and because they can't imagine her wanting to disappoint Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. But as per what's going on in Civil War right now, she has clearly lost respect for Captain Marvel and for the adult superheroes who are too busy fighting each other. This is their second Civil War! It's it's really excessive at this point. Exactly! Like, I, I'm reading it because it's an event. I want to understand the greater scale of the, the Marvel Universe, but we see this in every event story. You have Civil War 1, you have Avengers vs. X-Men, you have all these events where they just keep fighting each other. Over and over again, not being concerned about the collateral damage to the people around them that they're supposed to be protecting and taking care of. And just like the readership, these teen superheroes are finally fed up. They're, exactly. Like, they... they all, these, all these adults keep on doing all this shenanigans. And, like, we're, well... All right, first of all, we're just, you're destroying everything as we're fighting it. Yeah. Are we doing more damage to these people by fighting here than we are by the villains themselves? Exactly. So so she has quit. She wants to get Sam and Miles together to form their right. own team. Um, but now they have to start recruiting. So who do they first go to? Amadeus. Amadeus. Cho. Amadeus. Amadeus. Cho. Exactly. So they go to Amadeus Cho, who is saving some miners from a collapsed mine. Uh, miners, not minors. Yes, yes. People yes. that work in a mine, not now, children. Now, depending on the country, they might be minor miners. Well, well so a bunch of minor, miners are saving a bunch of miners. <laughs> so they're I'm really, mine. I'm really upset by that. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, you, 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 you've come to the dark side. That was not a pun. Don't, don't even start with that. Okay, fine. So, so they're, 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 they're in this mine, they're saving it. And it's initially Amadeus trying to, you know, brute strength help these guys out, but also with his Hulk strength, but also having the same, like, Amadeus be able to mentally process things yeah. and not just be like, oh, Cho Hulk smash. Yeah, the, the totally awesome Hulk, Amadeus Cho's Hulk. Choke? Has, no. Okay. Choke? Amad- God, no. Hulk. He is the only Hulk after... Yeah, anyway. Sea Civil War II. Um, so, yeah. So, he he's trying to use his strength, but he's got... It's only so far he can do. The other guys come in, and with teamwork, they end up saving the miners. Uh, and Kamala makes a big point at the end about fixing the mine shaft because they did damage it on the way out. They mm-hmm. did extra damage than was already there. Yes. She makes a big point about helping to do something to leave it better than they found it. Yes. Only quick subject to this one. She uh, Can you embiggen enough to hold the roof? Embiggen is a Simpsons word. Really? Yes, it's I a word that Simpsons that. made, I believe. Think it's an intentional nod, or, or uh, well, they, they people do nods to Simpsons words all the time because Simpsons created random words. All right, fair. 
So now they're going to go recruit a new character, uh, and Amadeus knows Viv, Vision. Because um, they play video games together. Yes, they play Battle Smite together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he knows that Viv is, is basically a computer. She mm-hmm. will be able to... With look, Wi-Fi. Yes. So she can kind of look at the internet and see what's going on in the world around them and kind of assess the most important threats they should to interact with and, and she immediately finds something terrible and plugs her finger into the HDMI port to show everyone yeah, that, that was kind of cool that, that was that's really cool F-A-F fly as fuh yeah. Im- immediately finds something terrible and it jumps to the villain of the issue Pagliacci Pagliati that's how you pronounce it it was Pagliacci Il Pagliacci the crying clown Pagliacci there we go yeah yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's basically that he it's it's a clown who is he is selling teen slash young adult women into slavery, and he has painted their faces like clowns because branding. Yeah, outside of Baltimore. Yeah, always brand your your, your merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's commandeered a container ship to do it, and the heroes show up and they start fighting. Now, now during the fight, he jettisons the container into the water, so we get. Nova and the Hulk going to save that. Kamala's taking care of the people on the ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pagliacci's been dumped in a crowd of onlookers to watch him, but he pulls a gun on one. Now, uh, they're able to stop him before he does anything, but the heroes discover that one of these poor girls they were going to sell into slavery has already died. Yes. Now, this causes Hulk to start raging a little bit, and he starts beating the hell out of Pagliacci. Now, the one thing that I... Uh, just with this, uh, everyone's taking pictures and everyone is taking video of this, yeah, it, Snapchatting, it's, whatever, Facebook live streaming. It's It just shows the amount of how connected we are to everyone else that our society is right now and what the Avengers in the 70s did have to deal with. Exactly. It explains the modern world a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, you know, even, it, even crossing out and bleeping out some of the words in there to kind of make it so it's more, you know, Avengers friendly and everything. Yeah, it, it's PG so more people can read it. So the Hulk starts starts beating the hell out of Pagliacci, and Kamala stops him and gives a speech. Uh, now, the cool thing about the speech and what really, you know, kind of is the meat of this issue is what they, the team is trying to do. Now, the team, um, they clearly don't like what the Avengers are currently doing, mm-hmm. or the big heroes, but it's also a lot of social commentary in here. She makes one uh, quote that I really like which is enforcing justice without unjust force. Yes. Which is definitely a commentary to A, our overseas involvement in conflicts, mm-hmm. but B, also the current, um, for lack of a better term... Police mil- militarization. Exact, the exactly. Yes. The, the, the problem that, that we've seen lately in the mm-hmm. media of this televised police brutality. Right, which, which proves, you know, comics have and always will be the voice of... A voice of what's going on that no one in the mainstream media reads or accepts, and 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 they should just like just like horror and just mm-hmm. like a lot of other of these subgenres, sci-fi. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's a palatable way to talk about these ideas because if you start talking to a friend or an acquaintance immediately about police brutality, they're immediately going to shut off because they already have their opinions mm-hmm. and either A, you agree with them and now it's just a... A, a, a reinforcing a, of yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, you like my same ideals. Awesome. Yeah. Or you don't agree with them and they immediately shut down because you are a terrible conservative yeah. or you're a dirty liberal you're or whatever. You're either a hippie or a fascist. Yeah, whatever disagrees with their opinion. So the the 
medium that kind of takes it out of the real world. The sci-fi, the horror, the comic, the superhero mm-hmm. really allows it a parallel. you to kind of talk about these things without being so offended. Exactly. A metaphor is a thought wearing another thought's hat. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. I've, I've never... It's Dan Harmon. Captain America is always kind of the, the canary in the coal mine for social issues in every movie right now. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's also... Captain America Steve Rogers is not... But Captain America Sam Wilson does the same thing in the comics. It's just it's it's a way to tell those stories without. Meh, here here's us preaching about it. You know, it, it takes the preaching nature out of it. Uh, and and she also there is a really cool parallel here too of the millennial generation accepting this quote unquote damaged society from the previous generations. Uh yeah. Well, it it is all the baby boomers' fault. They sold us a false bill of goods. Let's let's not let's let's let let's let the champions argue that point. All right, all right, fine. We'll, we will we will let the champions but decide yes, they, what this argument is going to be. There there are some points in the modern culture that that, that do state that a lot of the problems the millennials are having now, which is mm-hmm. the overinflated education prices, which is the problem with buying property, certain things like that, uh, jobs, you know, the job market, in the current way it is, yeah, it, it, that is a problem of how the the country and the people treated the country and the economy at that time over the last couple decades, mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of their problems are inherited. So not necessarily, which is why they have now. This new group of young superheroes that are trying to do things not better, but different. Yeah, that that, that is the one important thing to they're take away. They're not avenging, they're championing. Yeah, the, the one important thing to take away from this is it's not, you know, if, if you don't necessarily agree with the the uh, the baby boomer versus millennial concept, if you don't necessarily mm-hmm. agree with the the police brutality storyline, you know, and, and you you might write those off. They're not just complaining about it. They're doing something about it. Right. And I, I think that's a very important point to remember is it's not just, when someone ruins something for me, this is negative, I'm going to talk about it. They're not the ones, you know, just complaining. They've decided that they're going to try and do something about it. Proactive versus reactive. Yeah, which which I, I think is definitely, you know, the point is to try and, and I, I don't want to say mobilize, but at least mm-hmm. at least enable the, the, the modern young person reading this comic to get passionate about these things and try to find avenues to support the things they believe in. Exactly. And, and, and to champion for those. And that is one thing. She does make a comment that they're, they're trying to be champions and champions for what's good and what's right, what's just, what's fair. See, before that, I'm just... All right, so we have this basic... All right, if, if you look at the cover, it's the, it's the five characters we talked about plus young Cyclops. Yes. Now... As she's giving this speech, as Kamala's giving this speech about being champions, we, we see five potential new members that could be added to this champion squad. Um, was it New Falcon? Falcon, it's, it's Falcon? Just, Falcon. It's Falcon. It's Falcon. Falcon. Uh, Ironheart, the new uh, the new yes. Iron Riri person. Riri Williams. Uh, the new Wasp. Yes. And my pers- and my personal favorite, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dino. Mm-hmm. Uh, love it. Officially love it, love it, Marvel's smartest person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she hasn't even gone through Terra Genesis yet. Exactly. She doesn't want to. Nope. Might change her. And then we also but, see Cyclops as well. Well, young teen Cyclops. This is young not the teen Scott Cyclops. Summers that we are familiar with. No, we're, well, I'll I'll fill y'all in with, you know, 
all the X-Men inhuman shenanigans I'm reading the next couple of months. But it, it, it really brings it to where they're they're legitimately taking an effort to be like, no, we're going to make new we're gonna make new Avengers, but we're not gonna call them the new Avengers. We're doing something different. Pretty much. It might not be better, but it's gonna be different. And, and at least trying something different mm-hmm. is the whole point of it. Um, so at the, the end, we see that the heroes' phones kind of start blowing up, and they start reading all these these tweets and social media posts using the term hashtag champions. Hashtag champions. Yeah. And, and they, they kind of remarked that they inadvertently just kind of started a movement, which mm-hmm. which is, is kind of an interesting point. Um, now, the next issue, I know we're going to see uh, Teen Cyclops show up. Mm-hmm. They, they have alluded to that. Uh, and clearly, Nova does not like Teen Cyclops. No, not at all. I can imagine. Well, well it's a fight of a bunch of white cisgender males. So, uh, you know. I'm, I'm quitting the podcast officially. So, Mike, before you give you give up on life and this podcast in general. It's all your fault. You're going to make me. Oh, I know. I've, I've come to accept that as my, uh, my, my, my crutch in life and my cross to bear. And I will buy some wax for it. Fair. So uh, let's let's kind of take a look at this. First of all, what do you think about these characters? Like, how, how do you feel about the team's makeup? Um, personally, I like the legacy character aspect. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bunch of familiar names, right? But they don't have the same history as their main counterparts. So right. you have a lot more openness that you can you can explore with them. See, I I, I agree. It kind of gives this because they have the same names and roughly the same powers as everyone else. It's this very air of familiarity that we have. I mean, we're still dealing we're still dealing with a Hulk, we're still dealing with a Spider-Man, we're still ve- dealing with a Vision, and then we have this hybrid Reed Richards and Captain Marvel character going together on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it 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 works. It makes sense. I thoroughly enjoy it. Oh, and plus we're not dealing with a uh, Hulk smash Hulk. We're dealing with an actual Hulk might want to take time yeah, yeah. to he you has, know assess he has the situation. Mental intelligence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um now, I, I also thought that the the team building was, mm-hmm. was pretty genuine. Uh, Kamala has already this pre-existing relationship with Sam and Miles mm-hmm. from the Avengers. Uh, I did think it was a little lazy that Amadeus was friends with Viv by playing online video games with them. Because I disagree. here's the thing. If you are playing the... What is he, the 12th smartest person in the world? Mm-hmm. On an online video game, you're going to get frustrated really quickly. And if he is playing with a computer, he is going to slow her the hell down. So well, I, it, it just didn't, it seemed weird to me that they, oh, I just happen to know. Like, why couldn't they just happen to know Viv's existence? Because. Vision is also a member of the Avengers. Well, you are forgetting that Viv is actually running the game at that point in time as a background just, for her it, processing. It, I, it, it, I just, mean, I I thoroughly enjoyed it just because if you look at how culture is today, you meet people online. Uh, the, the people whom of which I had, I was the uh, uh, officiant at their wedding, they met via Instagram. One of my really good friends met his wife via Final Fantasy Eleven. Okay. Whoopichichi was her name. His name was Caterbury. It was a it was an interesting time in the mid two thousands. Nevertheless, is, is is the brie cheese or the musical genre? Uh cheese. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. Yes. Yes. Good. Um. But yeah, they're married today. Lovely relationship. Lovely family in Colorado. But nice, aside nice. from that, 
um, that's how you meet people. So why would they not bring that parallel? It's like, oh, wait, no. Or plus, um, do, you, do you really think Hulk has to be like, oh, yeah, guys, no, no, I, I totally play with uh, Vision. I play with Viv online. She's cool. And it's like, oh, no, 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 I play with Viv. I, I, I'll, I'll concede the point. I didn't personally like it, but I, I, can mm-hmm. get, I can get on board. Um, I also thought the villain was appropriate. Like, it wasn't too powerful yeah, but he also wasn't too, he, he, he was, but but he was also very vile yes and and it was really cool because he's the kind of character that as the people showed the people were championing for them to kill him you know they really wanted him after he he killed basically a girl he was going to sell into sex slavery right and you know so see it really showed a very vile kind of character that you would not feel bad if the champions killed but right. that's not their mission. That's not their MO. That's against what they're trying to do. Right. So it, it, it really drove that point home. If they were going to accidentally kill just a run-of-the-mill bad guy, it wouldn't quite resonate the same way. And for this, it makes sense because they're dealing with, you know, they're saving their own peers at that point in time. Young teenage girls that are currently getting antagonized by Pagliacci. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, my only problem, though, I did not like... Um, the not f- I didn't like the hashtag I did not enjoy the hashtag part I thought it was a lazy way of of throwing in this oh we started a movement thing I, uh, I've I seen that done before I, I understand that but I really think the hashtag champions worked out pretty well I I, I get it it needed to happen it just I, I don't know how else you would do that but I, I, it, well, it just it plays into the it plays into the you know 14, 15 year olds today. Everything is hashtag or when, added. When, when I saw it, I was like, eh, like oh, oh I, I get it, but eh. you know, it just it just didn't really kind of resonate with me. Right, you were not hashtag champions. No, I was not hashtag champions. I I totally support the champions. I'm not hashtagging champions. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not doing. I it. wonder how the Twitter is doing right now with hashtag champions. I don't know. Uh, Greg, you want to check Twitter for that? Fun fact, if you do hashtag vision, you do get vision. If you do hashtag visions, you definitely get stuff about the local strip club in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vision and visions are very, very, very different here in You're New always Orleans. one letter away from boobs. It, it, well, is, is that really a bad thing, though? Not in my line of work. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's all kinds of stuff, including the Champions League. Oh, so it. Okay, so so if if this was Marvel's intent to have a genuine real world social media, um, then maybe they shouldn't have done it during soccer season. Oh, Tapio. I don't know. Uh, I found it's it's number ten. I've seen one. Okay. Yeah. So so if their goal was to have this start trending on Twitter, Mm -hmm. they picked the wrong team name. Yeah, they should have done like something more original. Hashtag Amadeus. But the thing about champions is this was a team that they have written about before. The, ch- the name, not these characters. Mm-hmm. And really? they had actually lost the rights to the name to a, I think it was a board game called Champions. Okay. And they have since had a legal agreement that they can make this comic, but they cannot touch the gaming world with that name. I believe it is the breakdown of it. So there, oh, there's some agreement that okay. allows them to use this. They almost weren't going to get to use the name Champions. All right. And they really wanted to because they felt it was a great name for uh, for this particular story. Now, uh, I really like the art in this one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Umberto Ramos. I've read him before in Spider Man. I read him. He did also did a uh, Civil War Wolverine. It's if you read bright. the original Civil War, um, well, 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 just uh, Umberto only did the penciling. So Umberto did his. He's got a cartoony. It's not cartoony, but it's it's definitely stylized. Anime ish. Yeah, the, the, there's there's some certain exaggerated lines and angles to them, mm-hmm. but they're not they're not wacky. They're not wild. They're not cartoony. You know, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it definitely, it it shows kind of it it, it conveys movement definitely. Mm-hmm. The, the, you you can easily see their movements. Um, the look of the characters is very young, very for lack of a better term for the old man describing teenagers, very hip and cool. You it know, looks it's very hip. Yeah, exactly. That it, it definitely describes that kind of youthful vigor that you don't see in some other like darker kind of kind of mm-hmm. comics. And, and the coloring definitely helps with that. There's a lot of bright, vibrant colors that really right. drive home well, the line dealing, work. Well, we're dealing with characters themselves who, I mean, hell, Viv is purple and green. Well, it's more of a fuchsia, I think. Magenta? She's pinky purple. Purple-y pinky pink. purple pink. Purple pink. Yeah, and then and then we got this big green guy, and then uh, exactly, it's it's bright. It it yeah. actually it's it's a, it's a good shining of what the future could be. It's bright, open possibilities. Exactly. So with with uh, these kind of drinking issues, um, so what we're gonna do with the podcast is we're gonna have two releases every month, and one is going to be our main podcast, Jacks of Trades, where we're gonna discuss a trade paperback or a, uh, a, a particular arc in, uh, or excuse me, a graphic novel. And we're going to do it in a very in-depth format from start to finish with these on the alternating two week marks. We're going to be following this existing arc and we're going to kind of talk about it as it goes. So we're going to rate each one of these issues. And then as we rate the issue, we can kind of, a, get an aggregate score for the end, but also, B, you can kind of watch how we feel going forward. You know, we might really dislike one issue and then really love the next one mm-hmm. and, and kind of see how it evolves naturally when you can kind of see a story develop over time as opposed to just reading it all at once. Now, for these, I think we're going to do a 10-point mm-hmm. grading scale, so that way we can kind of get that aggregate number. Yes. Now, for me personally, I thought this issue was a 7. Really? I didn't love it. I thought it was good. I had no problems with it, um, for the most part. Like I said, I, I, my, my couple qualms about the, the hashtag and things like that. But uh, for the most part, I thought it was a cool little introduction. We got to see these interesting characters. We got to see uh, their team formation, which I thought was good. And we got to see them deal with a adequate level hero. We got the develop of, development of the movement. We, we saw a lot of interesting things in this story. So I'm kind of excited to see where it goes uh, moving forward, what mm-hmm. this arc's going to be about, because it right. seems like the arc is really developing the team and developing the movement. So I wonder if that's going to be the main focus, if we're going to get a villain that shows up soon, um, because we saw Pagliacci, he's talking on a, uh, uh, he's an a iPad, scale. he's up to talk on an iPad to a shadowy figure. Oh, that's right. So yeah. is the shadowy figure going to be a villain later, or is he just some... Is it just Kingpin? Nondescript buyer that we're going to we're gonna wipe off. So I'm curious to see where this goes... Uh, I'm a little wary because if it keeps going as a seven, it's not something I'm gonna stick with. But I'm gonna give it the full arc for this sto- for the the sake of the podcast to see where it goes. So for this one, it's a seven for me. Uh, I'm gonna give this one nine. Really, you like yes. it that much? I I thoroughly. First of all, just the idea of hey guys, we're not rehashing these old ideas. 
we're literally taking new people, new mindsets, new backgrounds, new everything, and then projecting it forward. We have very things that are, it was very familiar as far as people, powers, and everything. So like, I don't need to see, like, I, I know the Hulk is going to smash things and do the big double clap and seismic thing. That was a really and cool double clap moment, though. It was a great double clap was, moment. Was, and really then Vision's going to have the crazy, you know, forehead melty thing with solar powers. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Fantastic's going to be able to, sorry, Kamala Fantastic is going to be able to, like, you know, stretch things That'd and do everything like that. Man. And then Nova's going to do whatever the hell Nova does because I don't really know Nova that well. Nova is the human rocket. That, that is his sub-name. Nova the so human Nova's rocket. gonna do whatever Nova does, and then we got we got Spider Man who's just gonna be like, and it's it's bringing back old fifteen year old Peter Parker, except you know, he's still fifteen and he's doing all that noise. So I'm looking forward to what they're gonna do with this. I think this is this is gonna be a great introduction of this to kind of like bringing in, for lack of a better term, this millennial mindset on things into this broken world that these characters have created over the past. 40 years, 40, 50 years, 75 years, 20,000 years, <laughs> over 9,000 years. It's fair, fair. Now, let, let, let me posit this. Um, at the end of this arc, do you think we should tell the listeners if we're going to keep it in our pull list or if we're going to drop it? Um, I like that. Do, do, like do you that. think that if you do enjoy this arc all the way to the end, you would keep it in your pull list? Yeah, we can do that. And that way, so over the course of, of the podcast, we can kind of see what did we really enjoy to keep. Mm -hmm. And then if we want, we can always check in. Hey, guys, remember Champions from the first arc? Well, got kind of slow. Davis dropped it. Mike never jumped on. You know. So they killed off Nova. We will not do main major spoilers. We're not going to do that. They, they didn't. They're they didn't that far in advance. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I do think that's a good point. Let's Let's see how this shakes out. And at the end, you know, we can we can tell the listener if we're going to keep going with it. Sounds good. You got anything else to add on this issue? I think we've pretty much uh, beat this uh, horse to The hip-hop variant is pretty nice. It, it is the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, Mar Marvel has been doing their hip-hop variants. They've started them from Marvel now. Um, uh, it's good. Um, uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm very optimistic. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I They have some great characters to work with. I'm just always wary about the older white man writing about the younger ethnic teenager. Well, there there is a Ramos and a Delgado and an Olazaba. None of them are writing any words, so that's my that, that's my qualm. But like 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 I'm always nervous when Brian Michael Bendis is writing not an older white man because he is an older white man. It's hard to mm. kind of understand that viewpoint to come from. To explain that, That's but I'm, like. I'm 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 open to see uh, that this writer has done some interesting things. So I think uh, it, it, he does have the possibility. That's so, why I like Ellis doing Karnak right now. Really old white guy writing about a really old white guy seems perfectly reasonable. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, everybody, thank you for joining us on this one. Uh, if you want to follow us on the internet, social media, uh, you can email us at jacksoftradespodcast at gmail .com. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash jackstradespod. You can find us at, at jackstradespod on Twitter, where jackstradespod on Instagram. And our website is jacksoftradespodcast.com. Got anything else to add, Davis? Anything else you want to tell our listeners? 
Nope, got nothing right now aside from uh, if you want to see me live in person, uh, I host a weekly trivia night at the Mellow Mushroom on Oak Street here in New Orleans, Louisiana, and every other Thursday at the Abita Brewery in uh, Covington, Louisiana. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Okay, everybody, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. You have a good one. Adios. So if it has four legs and wings, it's a dragon. But if it has two legs and wings, it's a wyvern. Davis, that has nothing to do with today's issue. Kitty Pride has a wyvern. Kitty Pride is young enough. She could have been in the champions. We are not even talking about the X-Men. Drinking issues. <laughs>